Welcome jurors to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will evaluate if it's a wise idea to embrace the media. I mean, like most things, I do think it's a tool and it's actually a pretty effective one. So yeah, I think you should be okay embracing it. You just need to know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, trouble. Well, I mean, sure, there is some trouble to go with anything, but that doesn't mean it's a negative. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't embrace it. I mean, the media has its purposes, right? There are benefits to using the media. If we're talking about, like, news, for example, I mean, it is how we get news out to people. So, at the end of the day, it does have value. Now, does it come with dangers? Yes. But is it overall a net positive? I think so. No. It's a net negative, and there's other ways to get the word out for new things that are coming along. For example, corporations just use press releases. You know, it's a, a pre-written uh, just list of, of whatever their new products or services that, that are going to be released or something good that they did, and they just release it out into the press. And if they want to run with it because they think it's newsworthy, they'll, they'll go ahead and print it. Otherwise, it's, it's still available there on whatever platform they publish it on, and anybody can get that information. And the reason they did it that way, instead of scheduling an interview or, or calling them to, to have them come over and take a look or anything like that, is because they understand that there's a risk when you embrace the media. The moment you invite them into your life, it's a double-edged sword. There's no guarantee that they're just going to paint you in, in a good light. Exactly, and there's no guarantee, or there's no reason that they should. I mean, and that's kind of the benefit to society as a whole for it. It's like, absolutely, you want someone to see all sides of something. So if the media is taking it from both angles, then I am completely okay with that. And that's all well and good, and that's spoken from an idealistic perspective, which is not what we have. Remember, the media has their own interests, and their own interests are, are not based in just what's good for the public or what's good, good or fair for the person they're interviewing. It has nothing to do with that. They want, of course, money, and for money, they need ratings. So in order to get ratings, they have already done all the research, they've already investigated every avenue and, and how people react to everything, and they have found that sensationalized negative news results is what gets people to click on their their uh, articles the most. So it's they have an incentive to paint you in a bad light. So you you let's say let's say you're you're well then controversy is also the spice of life too. So the other media station is going to paint you in the opposite light. So as a consumer we have to watch multiple media sources and then kind of form the picture. And that's what I'm saying, is that ultimately, it's a tool that gets that information out to us. I mean, without the media, right, we'd have to go to every individual corporation's press release and try to find that somewhere on every individual corporation's website. Or we go somewhere that does have the curated content, that does get me the things that I'm interested in seeing. So that's what I mean when I say it is a trade-off, but we absolutely make that trade-off, right? Because it benefits us. So, no, it doesn't benefit us. So, so when you're saying that, that, you know, okay, 
this one may have said something negative about you, but the other one, just for the sake of contradicting this one, they will say the opposite. And, you know, the truth is lost in the middle, but at least you get to survive the incident because half of the people are defending you. Maybe that happens sometimes if you're lucky, but do you really want to base your livelihood on luck? Because if you fail at this game, that's it, you're done. And remember, how how is... Uh, are you going to expect another news agency to take the other side of the argument if this particular news agency decided to paint you in the light of, let's say, a pedophile? There's no coming back from that, whether you did it or you didn't. The moment they even hint at that being a possibility... Look look at what happened with uh, the Netflix and Cuties. The moment they hinted at the, the possibility that it was uh, a pedophilia thing in nature, Th that was it. Everybody just closed their minds to the whole thing. Nobody bothered to watch the movie, well, no. even though it has nothing to do with pedophilia. I don't think that's fair. I think the other news station actually went and watched the movie and said, yep, definitely pedophilia. And as a result, they didn't come out on it, whether we choose to admit it or not. At the end of the day, there are facts. If, if they go, this guy walked over, shot this person in the face. And then the other one that likes doing counterpoints goes and all oh, they see someone getting shot in the face. They're not necessarily going to go out of their way to lie for it. I get that. But to a person that's going to the media with their product, we all know what all these companies says. There's no such thing as bad publicity. So at the end of the day, they know going into it what they're getting themselves into. And that's why I say it's a good, but you have to understand what you're getting yourself into. When you open yourself up to the media, you open yourself up to extreme scrutiny. And they're going to look for something to bring you down. Because absolutely, they want to bring you up, pull you down. Because they'll get profits on the way up, and they'll get profits on the way down. And knowing that, you can then use them to your own benefit. Well, yes, they do want to build people up to tear them down. That's what they do with all these pop stars like Britney Spears. They loved talking about, you know, how, how great she is at singing and dancing and, and how much money she's making and how her fans love her. And they propped her all the way up. And then the moment she had a, a little bit of an issue with a nervous breakdown or, or, you know, something that doesn't affect the public negatively at all. You know, we're, I'm not personally harmed that she had to go take a break from her career and, and go to a, you know, some sort of a rehab place. But they, they enjoyed reporting every excruciating second of it to tear her down. They even made an entire episode of South Park just destroying her for no reason. It's, it's like, did well, she come to your house? Didn't make that. Did she, did she come to your house? And, well, that's, that's part of the media in general, right? Because South Park takes their cues from what they see in, in the news. But here's the thing. That's freedom of expression. That's the freedom that we enjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The freedom part is fine. I, they can say whatever they want. What I'm saying is, would you or should you willingly expose yourself to this double-edged sword of the media? And I'm saying no. Because saying absolutely. all publicity is not good publicity. You can have bad publicity. She did break down. But last I heard, she did really well on both sides. One, when they were bringing her up, it's not like that wasn't in terms of dollars and cents. She made a good amount of money then. And last I heard, after them giving her all of that breakdown publicity, the sympathy came in. And this is Britney. And now she's singing on Broadway and doing all this stuff as well again. So she's had both peaks 
that came from the media. So yes, you have to go in there knowing that sure they're going to try to bring it out. But you can't have a controlled descent or you can't profit on the down and the up but remember, as an individual. Remember, there's consequences to this, right? Let's, let's say you're looking at it from a financial perspective. Okay, yeah. Let's say even then you could just lose it all. But that's that's a minor point because you can just go out and earn more money again, assuming yep. that, that that bad publicity doesn't follow you for the rest of attorney, which is a risk. Absolutely. But there's other things that can happen as well. If if they imply that you are in some way criminal, then you might find yourself in jail due to this bad publicity. Sure. So, yeah. If you're criminal. you sh No, no. Even if you're not a criminal. Look, remember, remember that? I don't remember his name, but he was a kid... And he was just standing there with some of his friends wearing the uh, the Make America Great Again hats. And uh, they, there was uh, some Native American guy walked up to him and started smashing a drum in his face and yelling at him. And he just tried to take it and stood there smiling. And they, they recorded it, took it completely out of context, and broadcasted all over the nation that he was racist and he's, he's uh, tormenting this poor Native American... And, you know, they, that everybody should treat him poorly as a result. And so, you know, his, his reputation was destroyed. Everybody was uh, protesting in front of his house and, and calling him names on the Internet. And, you know, what, what future is the kid going to have? So in that situation, he had no choice but to fall back on the government in the sense of a lawsuit to get them to at least give him enough money so that he could survive for the rest of his life, knowing that he's always going to have trouble finding a job or getting a, a girlfriend. Because the moment anybody researches his background, they're, they're, all they're going to see is, oh, he's, he's racist, he's uh, harming Native Americans, he's yelling at people for no reason, even though he didn't do anything. Listen. I li I'm listening. Here's the thing. If I remember correctly, he settled a lawsuit of like $200 million. I think he'll be fine. First off. But maybe he would have made a trillion. No problem. I think he'll have no problem finding a girlfriend with two. But but you see, he had to sue. If, if, if he couldn't and get he, help, and that's what the media is, right? Of course, if the media paints you in an incorrect light or illegal light, or if they do something of this nature, libel, then of course they're held accountable for it, right? So that's this. This is completely fine. And the media, is, as long as they're held account, they're held to account, that is fine. In this case, I, it seems fine to me. They printed the wrong story, and of course you've got to go through a nightmare, but there is no difference in this than if there was no media and 10 people in your little community said the same thing. That can happen, and you can have negative and you can have positive from it. But the medium itself isn't a bad thing because it gets the word out to the masses. Well, I'm not talking about it in the sense of a medium, right? It's I'm not considering it like just an interconnected network like the internet where you can pick and choose what you want to send and receive. The media, as in the news media, is something completely different. That They, they are an entity who has a, an incentive to paint you in a bad light to get the sensationalism to get views and, and but ad every revenue. Every medium is like that and every media is like that. Not so every medium is like that because you can, CNN, you can go... Whether we're talking about Fox News, whether we're talking about even to this point now, YouTube and Facebook, they're all doing it now, right? Yes, yes, yes. Fox News is the same thing. That's the news media. But, but not every medium is like this. You can go to uh, one of those palm readers 
and they're a medium for the dead, and, and they'll communicate you to them and them to you, and, and yet th there is no slander involved or, or anything like that. You bet, you can bet that that palm reader or the one that channels the ghost will say whatever they need to get you to stay and pay more. You bet that your, your dead whoever wants you to come back and talk to them weekly. You bet that. You bet that they actually are angry with you and they're planning on haunting you unless you pay them $9.99 every month for the next 10 years. It's the same thing, just on a smaller scale. This, the problem we're having is, as you said, they all have agendas, they all have quotas, they all have ratings and things that they're trying to accomplish, every one of them. But what they're doing is they're providing you a service and you have to make that determination. If a media decides that they want to interview the dueling advocates, you bet I'll go on there and you will come as well and we'll both advocate two other sides. You will love the media, I'll hate them. You will hate them, I'll love them. And that's what we'll play and they'll try to bring us up and we'll try to cash out at the top. No. Because when they try to bring us down, we're going to sue them for 200 million as well. Listen. And take them to the cleaners. You can take that risk if you want. I'm going to sit that one out. But the palm reader, no, it's not going to be the same risk level as with the news. Because the palm reader is not going to be able to destroy your life. It's not like the palm reader is going to go and tell all of the dead that you're a horrible person so that the moment you die, then you have to face all of these people who think poorly of you. That's what the news media does. The palm reader or the, may get you to confess something illegal you might have done in the ghost asking you, what is it that you did that has that guilt in you? And you may admit to a crime and not realize the palm reader is recording it and enter blackmail. That, so would, now, be, that would be the standard news media. That's what the news media does. So it wouldn't be the palm reader who's recording you. It would be a, a, a journalist who has tapped the, the palm reader's office so that when people come in, if, if they ever overhear something private like that, they can you know use what? it against them. Maybe journalists, when they leave their Fox News or CNN station, they actually go to their second job, which is actually a palm reader. That may be exactly what's happening. That's fine. I'm just saying there's less risk with the palm reader than there is with no, the news media. There is an equal amount of risk with all of these, and that's what we need the public to know as well. It's that there are risks associated with everything you do. It can be detrimental, but it can be beneficial. You can use it. Most of these people, Sandman wouldn't have made $200 million if the media didn't drag him through the mud. So there are benefits. And in his case, when he saw that camera coming, he knew that, you know what? I'm going to keep it completely above board. When the media tried to drag him through the mud, he knew, keep it above board. Not only, cash out. Not only did, did he not see the camera coming, this was not intentional, but also, you don't know. It, he could very well have been hindered. Because, but you don't know, maybe hold on, it was intentional. Hold on, because maybe he made the $200 million and everybody thinks that that's, that's an okay amount because, you know, if you only make 40000 a year or, or something like that, it's like, yeah, he, he made out like a bandit. But what if he had never been falsely accused of all these crimes by the media? 
love he, these whataboutists. He could have gone to make a trillion dollars. Because look, Apple is worth or, has a trillion dollar market cap. Or, piggybacking on the same thing, maybe he wouldn't have made anything. Maybe he'd have been a bum. That's what happens when you roll the dice. You have no idea which one he'd have turned out. Would he have been a one or a six? No one knows. I can tell you right now, with 200 and however much millions he made, he rolled a six. And then at the same time, since the media dragged his name through the mud unfairly, not only did he roll a six with a 200, he also got the victim card too, which will play in his side. And then he can say the whole time he was just misunderstood and people hated his smile and what that did to him. They took his regular smile and made him into a villain. And it was so unfair. He may be the next Supreme Court okay. justice with 200 and something mil. Okay, fine. So, so even if everything worked out in his favor, as you're saying, he's still just the one in a billion chance. Because look, for, nobody is going to tell people that you should go ahead and gamble every day. Because gambling becomes an addiction, and the only reason people consider it an addiction is because it leads to a bad situation. So the same way that, that I can point out to convince someone to go and gamble is that, oh, well, look, he won a million dollars over there. So, but that doesn't mean that it's still a good idea for everybody else to go out and gamble. Because for every one person who wins, there's 20 million other losers. I wouldn't say it's casino gambling. I'd liken it more to the stock market gambling. I wouldn't say In it's casino case, gambling either. I would exactly. say it's more like Russian roulette. I would because say, when you no. lose with the news, you're gone. No, listen. I would say it's more like the stock market. I think the stock market would be a good way to put it. There are benefits from it, and there are a lot of people benefiting from it. A lot of people, whether it's your little YouTubers or your podcasters or your Peter Schiff's, and they show up in the news and they give their spiel and they get the exposure because you've got all of these people that still trust news media. So you have millions of people watching, so you put a Peter Schiff on it and immediately people are like, oh, who is that guy? And then they go and look them up and it gives them that exposure. Now, will the media try and bury him at some point? Sure. Have the media tried to bury him at some point? Sure, but ultimately, he has to take that risk and go, yeah, they may try and bury me, but if I go on it, I get 10 million viewers, which may convert into $5 million yearly. Let's just say that's the number. And from there, 5 million yearly, when they try to drag me through the mud, I have my exit strategy. I have my backup plan. I'm already in Puerto Rico. I've converted these people to my podcast. I've got my YouTube video. You have to go in there with a plan. But ultimately, that news media can be great for you. That's fine. Maybe it worked out for him. It didn't work out for his father. His father tried to use the media, and he just ended up in jail until the day he died. And that's the thing. It's, a ro it's, it's not even a roll of the dice. You have to make sure you know what you're doing. And I think a lot of people get the climb from it. It's going to give you exposure. You know going to Exactly. And you can die of exposure. exposure. True, but you can benefit from it too. That's fine. But look, you're you're trying to say you just have to use it correctly. You have to make sure you know what you're doing. Whatever. That's the same as anything else, right? If if you're gonna do perform brain surgery, Absolutely. you you better know what you're doing. Agreed. And so you can't just you know uh broadly tell 
the the jury, yeah, go ahead and try to utilize the media. It's worth it to, to get ahead in life without putting the little asterisk there to say that it's a highly dangerous uh, entity that you have to be extremely familiar with. You have to do your research ahead, and you have to be one of those top one percenters that can figure out what to do with it and have a backup plan. You should be doing your research for everything. Everything carries a risk. But this has a high risk. Everything carries a high risk. No, not everything carries a high risk. Everything. It, they always say high risk, high reward. It's kind of how it works all the time. You can get a really high reward from it at the expense of a high risk. That's how it works. No, it's not always like that. It's not always high risk, high reward. Absolutely. No, if, if you go to... Uh, to college and you're, you're studying uh, neurology, there's no high risk there. There's absolutely a high risk. What's your high risk of going to college? You may fail and then still get stuck with the price of going to college to study neurology. Well, that's a high risk. What? Well, there is no failure. If you stick to it, eventually you make it to the end. What I'm saying, not what necessarily. What you're saying is, if you drop out, if at some point you just call it quits, if, if you can't pass, if you fail. Constantly, you just can't yeah, get so it. But the cost at any at any point dollars and cents. That's so fine. You're now two million dollars in debt. And you no, can't no, 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 no. Nobody's two million dollars in debt going to college. If you complete the full course, you might end up with a hundred thousand dollars in debt. If you successfully complete and you never fail anything, because you're brilliant. But if you went in there because who knows, maybe they had a quota to meet. And they let you in. And you're unable to keep up with the class. And you're unable to pass a test. And now you're failing, you're failing. But you're training. You're taking loan after loan after loan. Now you're 250000 in debt. And you cannot pass it. Now you have to drop out because you can't do it. Now you're still $250,000 in debt. Okay. So that's a risk. No, no, it's not a risk. That's a totally different situation. It's not that you took the one small risk of making your attempt to go to college. You're saying someone had some sort of a mental issue and couldn't just recognize a, a, an unwinnable situation and walk away. And they just kept on throwing good money after bad. That's totally different. What I'm saying is you, you pick college as your risk and you go through it and you see what happens. And if you're just doing it once, you, it's a low risk versus the high reward. Because if you do make it to the end to be the lawyer, to be the neurologist, and of course, I'm speaking, it has to be something that you require a license from the government. Thank and, you. and you make it through. Thank you for adding that one. Because you see, if college is the risk here, then you take the risk, you throw the money, you go to college, you get a degree in women's studies, you come out and you're unemployable. So there was your risk. You spent all this money. Well, that wasn't a risk. That was just a bad decision to go and, and do that. You know, The risk would be you're trying to get a useful degree. Not that the degree itself is useful, other than the fact that it gets you the license from so, the government so to be able to do that job. is the media getting a degree in law and medicine, good idea, getting convinced that critical theory is the way to go, is the risk you run, and if you end up getting that degree, you're, you're out of luck, because then you just come out that, and become a critical theory Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's fine, that's what I'm saying, right? So, so you take that risk once, it's a low risk versus the super high reward, whereas you're talking about a high risk, high reward from the media, that's that's a worse deal because now you have high reward but you also have high risk. 
But that's a thing. With college, it's still risk-reward. Here's the thing. Whether we but like it or not, not risk. everyone can become a neurosurgeon. That's why that, That's why every parent wants you to go to college because not they want you to take the low risk exactly. with the high reward. But that's the thing. Not everyone can get those government-certified jobs. Not Whether we want to admit it or not, a lot of people have the IQ or room temperature. They cannot complete those high which is why, rewards. Which is why they, they should not but take they can the media. Go on the media. No. They can go on the media and but say... But we just finished saying that the media is something dangerous that you have to be can, very detailed with. They can make a YouTube video that says, ain't nobody got time for that. And then the media gets involved on that, and before you know it, a hundred million views later. But you see they what? But do you see what you're saying, right? You're you're telling people who are maybe not intelligent enough or informed enough to go and take that huge risk with the media that they're not prepared to deal with. Listen, it's it's not some. It's it's like playing with with fire. You know, you need to be trained in how fire consumes the fuel, what path it takes, what pressure it creates. Absolutely, you can't just jump into it. I agree with it. that with fire. Absolutely. That's what the media is. But ultimately, just the media is fire, as you said. And I can give you that. But fire is a good thing. Let's not go to the ultimate thing. Let's go to the penultimate thing. Then the penultimate but, but is you, the media is fire, and fire is good. Before you jump into the fire with the media, whether your IQ is room temperature or not, I'm sure you can find something with a similarly high reward with a much lower risk. Maybe. But if you can't, there's always fire. Go get burned. Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf, or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?